Okay. There we go. And welcome back to a very special episode of the Saucy Boys Podcast. I mean, it's not really special besides the fact that we're back. We're double double bevies. It's very special. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, there you go. That's we, how they die. That's how they die. Yeah. Uh, movie in the background is uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, the dog's just balancing on yeah, that. Yeah, the dog like jumps off and that's how it fucking ends. <laughs> Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, but now, nah, welcome back. We've been gone for a minute, but now we're back in the jump off. You know, goons in the club, case on jump off. <laughs> is that how it goes? I think so. All we want to do is party. And buy everybody at the bar Bacardi. Why would she say that? Because well, why the, was everybody drinking Bacardi like that back in the day? I think Bacardi still had that that this is prestigious uh, rub to it. You know what I'm saying? Because you look at this shit now and it's like, Bacardi? <laughs> no way. I don't want that yeah, shit. Bacardi um, was hypnotic. Yeah. yeah. Hypnotic and Hennessy. The Incredible Hulk. I still haven't, I, I haven't tried that in like 15 years, but I still want to do that on the pod one time. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're back. Uh, we've been gone for a minute, uh, you know, handling things. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, some some new additions to life, but we won't get into any details. Yeah. <laughs> we like our lives, our lives. But yeah. Um, so. Chaku Stokes. Back. Again. I'm Nunchuck. Michael Stokes, new week, new drinks. And uh, we are the bearers of Bevy. Yes. This week. And um, so for me personally, I'm doing a little bit of celebrating. And uh, I, I just, uh, you know, a couple of birthdays this past month. So, you know, my birthday was uh, the 17th. Yo, happy fucking birthday, hey, bro. Thank you, man. I, I, I really didn't get to celebrate. All I did was work. Yeah. And yeah, so I didn't get to celebrate with you. I was out of town celebrating um Juneteenth with the family. It's all good, baby. It's still June, goddammit. But yeah. So uh I decided to grab this little bottle of Bel Air uh blue. I just and the color looks dope and just how it was described in the description, it, it might be tasty. And I just I want yeah, I, I wanted to pop shit, you know? Champagne. Um, but yeah, so this is my selection uh, for this week, and then my man Stokes. I went out of my way and I went and got myself a scotch. Um, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we're very distinguished gentlemen. We can try another scotch out. This is Glen Roth's Bourbon Cask Reserve Speyside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Mm. Um, I do got some uh, stuff on the sidebar right here it says uh berry bros and rudd founded in 1698 oh shit um <laughs> let's see proprietors of the glenn ross not so much that let's see what this side says vintage single malt the glenn ross is bottled at its peak of maturity and flavor rather than at the predetermined age distillation is usually slow and takes place in tall stills, which delivers a sweet, clear, fruity spirit. Mm. Maturation is in American oak and Spanish oak casks, which produces our award-winning Speyside single malt. All of our malts is vintage whiskey and representing a single year of collection of years. Um, our single vintages, limited and rare, each capture a unique essence and flavor, never to be repeated. Our reserves give you the opportunity of enjoying a number of selected vintages from different years married together in perfect harmony. Cool. Ronnie Cox. Wonderful. Thank you, Ronnie. Um, so, as of recent, 
sorry it took me a little bit to get that shit out <laughs> as of recent you know how like my go-to for whenever i'm playing at gigs uh my go-to shot has been casamigos casa i'm straying away I, i'm going back to jameson jamo boy i've been i've been back on jameson recently and the reason why is because casamigos is just not good anymore it isn't it isn't uh-uh. I almost bought a bottle of it tonight. I was looking at it. I was like, man, it, I should probably grab that now. It's just not it's just, like it doesn't it doesn't it hurts. Ooh. It hurts to drink. Your body's rejected it. Terramana is shitting on Casamigos right I now. I was trying to put pe- so I told you I, where I went this weekend and I was hanging out with a buddy who who fancies himself a drinker. Um and his peeps cuz it's a local watering hole. Mm-hmm. We had a shot of Milagro, which is good. Yeah. And then I started telling them, have you ever had Terramana? And they were like, no, what is that? And I was like, well, fancy, I can indulge you. Oh, let me put you on. <laughs> it's it's the Rocks tequila. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. And for the price, you wouldn't expect it to, but it holds up with like the top tier uh, tequilas. Yeah, it, it holds its own. Yeah. And so he's he's going to check it out last time I heard. I've been, but it's, it's crazy, man. I've been disappointed because like that was my go-to shit for the longest time. Mm-hmm. You know, get you a little Cosmigos with the orange and throw that shit back but now it just like i would never make a face before um, when i would sip casamigos but like now like when that shit hit my throat i'm like Ugh. when clooney had it no face now that he's no clooney no clooney all face all face so yeah i don't know what it is but like holding a bottle of champagne like this champagne makes me feel like a dope motherfucker some bubbly for me and my friends so if you're watching on youtube you see me holding this bottle of champagne. I feel like I just won a fucking championship. I'm about to pop this shit. Oh, congrats to the Warriors, by the way. Oh, yeah. Shout out to them. Well, not shout out to a team full of light-skinned niggas ruling the NBA, <laughs> but, you that, know. That team is full of light-skinned energy. Shout out to them. Besides Draymond. I do got to say, though, for a scotch, this does not smell smoky, which makes me think this might taste good. Let me get a little sniff of that. Oh, damn. Smells just like a normal whiskey. It does. Um, so he got his bottle open. Hopefully I don't shoot this shit through the ceiling again like I did last time. Oh damn, I should have had a cork opener. Nah, not that. Bottle uh, opener or whatever. Let me grab a towel real quick, cause last time I made a mess. Hold that thought, people. Hold that thought. While he grabs a towel, I'm watching. I'll be white black. <laughs> <laughs> white, black. white black so did anybody ever notice that the mother in beetlejuice is actually the mother from home alone also it's kind of strange right looking at it there was also this um really quirky um video going around on the internet of how um stranger things uh has like a pretty big easter egg in it for uh beetlejuice oh yeah because of seen course it. winona Ryder is in beetlejuice and there's like a scene in i think season two uh, where they're basically there's like a fucking replica town and it's essentially the same town that uh, Alec Baldwin's character has upstairs in his room in this movie. And you get to see Beetlejuice's house. Beetlejuice, Beetle. Oh, you can't say it three times. That nigga show up. Yeah. What if somebody knocked on my door <laughs> dressed as Beetlejuice? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I heard y'all are having babies today. <laughs> get out of here, Beetlejuice. We don't want none. We need one of them. He's like, I brought Casamigos. <laughs> yeah, take that shit somewhere else, nigga. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm about to pop this shit. Cover your eyes. 
Hopefully I don't fuck up my TV. <laughs> my first day, you know. Ooh, it's coming. Whoa. Pause. Pause. Damn, see, now I don't feel like a champion no more. I feel like a little bitch. <laughs> Gotta shake it up. I want to get shake it, it up. There you go. There you go. There you go. Pop top. <laughs> Pop top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably like the most polite uh, little uh, champagne popping I've ever seen. But that shit bounced everywhere. Yeah. Almost hit the TV. Yo, smell that. <coughs> oh. That shit smell nice. Oh, we gonna have a good night. This shit remind me of the little, the little wax, or the jugs. Oh, the, the little, water water? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm about to sip on this shit. Give my malt a try. But yeah, so we're back. Oh. And, um, you know, we're just excited to do another episode for y'all because it's been so long. Yeah. It's been, what, like almost a month, right? Just about. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I think next week would have been a month because I think our last episode was at the beginning of this month. So... And we've had people asking, too, like, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Where y'all be at? What's going on? You know? It's water stains. Um, Yeah, like, dog, I forgot about this movie. Like, I'm just seeing, like, all this shit. They just pushed her aside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where was I at? See, we haven't done this shit in so long, so we forgot how to do it. So, you know, bear with us. We're going to focus again. Thank you for pouring up my... uh, I got you. My champagne. I've never mixed a scotch and champagne. Hope it's not a bad headache. Ugh. For real. Because I'll be on camera all day tomorrow. Like, yo. <laughs> shades on with my bucket hat. It's like, why are your shades on, sir? Okay. That's nicer than what I expected it to be. It looks like it's going to taste like juice. Fuck with it. It does look like it's going to taste like juice, but it's like a... It's very faint. Oh yeah, that that could be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's very tasty. And because of that, so the question that was posed, without you posing it, was what have you been up to? And um, Michael, let me tell you, I've been fucking flourishing, <laughs> right? I've been fucking busy. I've been doing gigs back to back. Most of my gigs are outside, so I'm sweating my ass off, but it's been good. It's been really good, you know? Staying busy, staying on top of shit. You know, I got some new merch coming out. So be on the lookout for that. And then also, with all the Saucy Boys merch that we do have, we're going to be letting that go for, um, for you know, a discounted rate. So if you're looking for a Saucy Boys shirt... Let us know. We'll we'll post it up on IG, and you'll get to see all the prices and all that good shit. But yeah, um. So, but other than that, you know, I just a lot of work, man. Really, I'm trying to get out of here soon to go do a gig somewhere. Can't say anything yet though, because it's not confirmed. So I don't want to fucking jinx it. Okay. And then um, I'm stepping back into the the film. I guess ring. Would you say? I'm stepping back into to film. And um, I'm working on collaborating with somebody on a promo for a friend of mine. And then... Um, Is that the thing we talked about, about uh, doing a potential episode with? 
Yeah. Okay. So, uh, promotional thing with that, and then uh, I want to get back into getting GBA done. So, if for those of y'all that don't know, uh, my senior project whenever I was finishing school was a short film titled Good, Bad, All of It. Oh, I thought, it, I thought it stood for Game Boy Advance. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I'm back into writing heavily for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm essentially doing is I wanted it to be a feature film. But I thought to myself that I can get more out of the characters if I develop it into a series. So yeah, that's. I'm gonna, be full, I'm gonna be fucking serious with you. I don't think. I mean, I know you thought that it was going to be a feature length film, but I think just by the way that the industry is now, they probably would have just made it a series regardless. Which is crazy because you look at shit that's getting released now, and it's just like it's all fucking like it's like, like series. It's all series. Yeah, it's because that's like the the. That's like the go-to medium to tell like a story now because the only movies that get made there has to be like an there has to be like an established IP already. Yeah. That's why everything is like a fucking comic or a graphic novel essentially. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they're just rebooting shit that we already know and love. So it's like it, it, it's kind of disheartening because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there like you with great ideas for original shit, mm -hmm. but the studio is just like, "Well, is it a comic book? We can make more money if it's a, yeah. a series." It's like, yeah, I know that's a great contained story, but we want to make more money after it. So even though you kill yourself at the end, we're gonna write a part two for it, which I feel like is it's it's one of those things, man, where it's like it's good and it's bad depending on like the level of like film situation so like yeah. in my eyes i don't think there'll ever be another director that's as big as like a james cameron or steven spielberg or i mean you have like your few now that are you know pretty up there as far as notoriety when it comes to films like jordan peele um damn who else um how you said spielberg cameron peele Spike so Lee. like it well in this era right so it's like you have all those ones from like the 80s 90s but you know like now it's like Quentin Tarantino still making films and shit and people like anytime like he drops a film everybody's like oh my god like shit's gonna be amazing which yeah. one more um oh wait wasn't Once Upon a Time his last one I think so yeah but for this generation it's like who are their directors to uh well i guess there's a couple like ryan coogler yeah um jordan peele coogler peele um what who are the dudes who did um uh avengers oh the, the russo, Ru brothers. russo brothers yeah russo brothers them um i think they're more producers than, they too. than they are but yeah so uh, it's just one of those things but i feel like as far as like how everything's shifting to more like series it's good because it's more work for actors. Yeah. And it's more work for like crew and, you know, people that want to work on, you know, sets and things. But it's just like, how many fucking series can we watch? Like, there's so many. It's too there's, much. there's so many series. And it's, it's too much. And the content's coming out like this, like yeah. left and right. And it's just hard to fucking keep up with. Whereas, like, a film, it's just you can sit there in one sitting, watch it, 
and you know never have to touch it again if you don't want to but i think it's funny because everything swings like it swings back you know what i'm saying uh, they say that um fashion is cyclical mm-hmm. everything always comes back in style and i feel like when we were growing up it was like all about the movie the movie the movie the movie tell the contained story in the movie tell us what we need we'll bring you a sequel and everything Nobody really thought like, man, you know what would be dope? I'd love to spend fucking 20 fucking hours with John McClane. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I really want to know what's happening outside of Nakatomi Plaza. Nobody thinks that. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we're in this era where it's just like, look, if we're going to remake, if we're going to make something, we got to have 10 hours worth for one season of character development, even though it has nothing to do with the main plot. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's the crazy part. And now it, like, it seems like with everyone having their own streaming application, everyone buying up all this either original IP and shit that hasn't been made yet and starting to build out their own series and stuff, it's like content overload right now. Yeah, it of, really like, is. Shit. And it's like, that's why like I'm so staunch in my ways of like, I'm watching what I fuck with and that's it. Yeah. I'm the, like, if you throw me a suggestion, cool, I may get around to it, but honestly i'm just i don't have time to to fucking sift through all that disney plus has to offer watch kenobi enjoyed it but that's only because i knew something about it but i'm not fucking deep diving all the fucking star wars uh fucking uh original programming they have because i just don't i don't care yeah and i don't have enough time for it and that's the thing too it's like where the fuck are these people getting time Mm-hmm. to watch all these series and I'm, I'm pretty sure like there's some really good series out there that like i'm i've missed and i'll probably regret <laughs> yeah that i i didn't get to see but it's just like everything's such a quick burn now it's like as soon as the series comes out like people fuck with it for like a week and then like they binge watch it within like the first two days of it coming out and then Which it's just doing. like and then the next thing next week after that it's just like memes yeah. of the show if if it's a good show and the, then the internet forces you to to binge watch it or you're going to be left out on what the joke is on the internet and nobody time. likes to be left out and that's the that's the trick that's the trigger essentially so that's the basically what forces you to do all that and we'll keep this in mind too cuz i'm going to bring this back up when we get to music corner also mm-hmm. um because it's very similar it it's honestly with all the content that we consume um, visually and um, auditorily. Mm-hmm. It's a good word, Michael. <laughs> I think it snatched that from the sky. <laughs> auditorily. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's it's basically how we're like programming ourselves and like what scares me about like our like the next generation of people of like how short the attention span is going to be mm-hmm. because we just, man, I, I never would have thought I'd see the day where I'm just like, you know what I like? Appointment viewing. You know yeah. what makes me happy? You know what I? You know I fucking why I keep watching uh, the boys this year? Because because it's, it's appointment fucking viewing. Yeah, I know every Friday a new episode drops, so I don't get it all. I can enjoy it. I can take it in, and I got a whole week to wait until the next one. Yeah. I don't have to think about it for a whole fucking week. I don't. You know what I'm saying? But like, there's so many people out there who just want to run through shit like super fucking fast and. Then they're like, oh, I need something else. There's nothing else now. Which is crazy because I just feel like when you burn through that amount of content, it's just like like lines start to get blurry. Yeah. Because even with like shows that I watch now. So I'll say this, like the new Kevin Hart movie that's on Netflix. 
with him and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Like, it just feels like Ride Along to me. Like, that's that's all it feels like. But it's just like they changed a few things around and it's like, I, it, it just seems like the same movie. It, it seems like a lot of like the same shit and you just get tired of it. And then on top of that too, it's like we're at a point now where people don't really get to like sit with and digest the things that they like because everything's coming out so quick yeah so it's like you got to be on especially like with music so like auditory right it's like music it's like you got albums dropping like every two days or some crazy shit like that yeah, and know, then don't, don't step on music corner nigga relax <laughs> but yeah so i just you know take taking a lot of that shit in and then like constantly being on your phone all the time it's like it's overload for everything I mean, right. even doing these podcasts, man, it's just like people want us to do an episode every week, but we're just like, how about one every two weeks? I'm telling you, the product would be so much better if you let us do it every fucking two weeks, people. One every two weeks. Why do y'all want us so bad? Yeah. We need breaks. We don't get paid for this shit. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We have fucking lives, people. <laughs> shit. But no, we do like doing this. It's, it's fun. We get to talk shit and drink. <laughs> It's really my escape. It's my therapy. But yeah, so I don't know, man. Like I'm very picky with the shit that I like. I take in, and just my chick, man. It's all like she's like Grey's Anatomy, and oh no, it's horrible, man. Oh no, and she still watches that. Yeah, and there's like new episodes. Oh that, my, apparently. Whoa, what? Yeah, they. Have this like, isn't like she's not watching reruns on streaming. Nah. What? Oh my there's like, goodness! There's like new episodes. Holy shit! They did a whole like COVID thing. What? Them niggas was wearing masks. Like people was freaking out from COVID. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I did not know. I'm really shocked that show was still going. Honestly, I don't That's know how crazy. they kept it going. Like I guess like the the doctor that was like the handsome, attractive one that died. Like they brought this nigga back in a dream sequence, and it's just how many seasons is Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. That's why I'm shocked it's still on, bro. <laughs> like I have no clue. My parents used to love that show when it was like on season two. God, that's how long ago it was. You know what I'm saying? Like that show was on. I remember. I remember vividly. They were like watching the end of an episode of Lost because Grey's Anatomy was coming on next. And Lost has been off air for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to hear that people still fucking, I still love Grey's Anatomy. I'm just like, yo, what? Women be on it, though. Like, they love that shit. They love it. And they're like, and they get all into it. And they're like, oh, so this person's talking to this person. And that girl's husband died. And I'm just like, yo, like, this is way too much for y'all to fill me in. It's the modern day soap opera. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Um. But then that, like, all these other stupid-ass shows that they have on Netflix. There was one that was called, like, Snowflake Mountain or some shit. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. I, I've been going back watching, like, old shit. I was watching, uh, what's that one on um, Nickelodeon, the old cart, Kablam? Oh, shit, Kablam? Yeah. So I got Paramount Plus. Yeah, I do, too. And Big deal, nigga. They, special. Yeah. <laughs> you try to flex like, it so like, like yeah i got paramount plus baby <laughs> nigga i got it too <laughs> um but yeah they have a they have all the old nickelodeon shows on there and i've been kind of you know deep diving on that and reliving my childhood that's crazy i have not watched any nickelodeon properties on that shit on that thing yet i only watch like a uh, jackass um some bar rescue 
watched a little bit of Halo. Didn't care for it too much. Yeah. I've only done that, but I never thought about like, yeah, I should probably just watch some on Nickelodeon. I just seen like Nickelodeon and I was like, oh shit. Let me see what they got. First thing was like Rugrats, but it was a new one. I was like, nah. <laughs> And then I kept scrolling. It was like <laughs> he's like nah, nah. <laughs> and then I kept scrolling. It was like original Rugrats. And I was like, my nigga, you got me. <laughs> and then right after that, Hey Arnold. Right after that, Cat Dog. Hey Football Head. Right after that, Angry Beavers. That's a problematic title. Kablam! <laughs> Angry Beavers. <laughs> I never thought about that. So now that's kind of. <laughs> Um, man, is. but yeah, no, they got the classics on there, so that's just dope. You know what I used to love watching back in the day? Um, they had that channel before, like, Direct TV started getting like when you can get into like the thousand channels or whatever, mm-hmm. and they separated it, but uh, Boomerang, oh, yeah, and they had all the classic, like, wacky races, like Flintstones, uh, fucking Dexter, that's the all shit the that um, old cartoons. My dad like caught me watching Space Ghost once, and he was like, What? I used to watch this when I was a kid. And I was like, hey, this nigga dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Space Ghost. And then they had a Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. But, yeah, so. Oh, man. What what have you been up to? You know, reconnecting with people, bro. I've re- recently in these last few weeks, I've had moments of to... Uh, see people that I have not seen uh, since before or during 2020 or mm-hmm. whatnot, and it's just refreshing to you know kind of like ch- we've had a we've had a topic before called checking in on people, but yeah, it's just refreshing to see that people are doing good and shit. Especially the older you get, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's just like these are people who've been in my life forever. Some are family, and then some I are like good friends that I can I consider a family, and it's like. Just having moments to just chill with them yeah. because we're always so busy in life now. Like one of my boys is like, he's like a fucking coach, man. And like he, he ain't got no time. And it's like he hit us up to hang out. And it was like, damn, that's right. It is summer. So it was like kicking it with him. That was cool. Seeing my other homeboy uh, last weekend because uh, I ain't seen him in months. Probably It's probably September last time I seen that dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, typically them. But then again, I also told you I had that family reunion last week. Uh or two weekends ago. And um, that's the first time I'd seen a lot of those people um, post 2020. Like a lot of them, I'm talking like decade plus. Yeah. And so it was just like good to see that. And like, I, it really opened my eyes because I don't mean to get all sentimental and shit, but yeah, I had this, this idea of, of um, my, uh, not my hometown, my mom's hometown, Abilene, Texas. So that's where we have, our reunions and stuff. I had this idea of it that basically I carried from when I was a youth mm-hmm. of like not having fun and, and just like, you know, being bored. And then like, it kind of like, I kind of unpacked that while I was there and thinking about like, man, I think about it. It's like the last time I came here, I was like in my early teens. And that's like, you're in your rebellious stage where you're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't cool no more. Why am I here? Yeah. And it's like now going back as a grown man, I'm like looking at it and I'm just like taking it all in of just like, wow, I can't believe we fit like six families in this backyard when we were younger. Yeah. And it's like I, I looked at all the history and like seeing like my, my niece run around with her cousins that she hadn't met before. And I'm just like looking at them like, damn, they're the future. Yep. It's like pretty soon it's going to be us cooking these meals and they're going to be the ones running around talking and 
you know what I'm saying, having like their little family connections and stuff and, and growing, you know what I'm saying, yeah. just like growing old and all that. And it's just like I saw generally, like I, I didn't have no outer body experience, but I basically saw like the generations and like because at one point in time we were all in my uncle's backyard and I just saw it now and I was like, oh, they're like the 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 figureheads now and like they're counting on us to keep this going. Yeah. And you know, kind of hit close to home. So I just had like kind of like a spiritual adventure, my friend, you know. I had to get more in touch with myself. He was living out a fortune cookie. Yeah. A fortune was... cookie fortune. <laughs> it was like these past two weekends you will reconnect. It was deep. It was so. Some deep shit, bro. It's always good to be able to do that. And I mean, you know, seeing how it is like in my head, I still feel like I'm like young. Yeah. Right. Like you, because you look at the shit around you, and you look at like things that you've done, and it's like you're not. For me personally, I can't speak for anybody else, but it's like I'm not where I want to be in life. I'm not in a bad place by any means, but I'm nowhere near what I would feel is accomplished. Right. Same thing. So. Then when you go to these things and you see these families that you haven't seen in like 10 plus years or whatever, and like some of them follow you on social media and, and you know, some you may have seen here or there, but like briefly, and but they've been up to date on like everything you're doing and you reconnect with them and they're like, yo, like you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing, and they highlight it and it's just like, holy shit. And it kind of just sparks this thing in your head like, yo, like. I'm at that age where it's like when I was, you know, like 10, 11, like my parents were not in the at the peak, but they were like, well, I not the peak, but they were definitely like getting into like their, I guess like, I, I don't want to say like, I'm not trying to word this. Sorry, I'm not as profound as y'all. They were. They weren't at their perf. They weren't in their final form yet, but they were metamorphosizing. To they, yeah, they were like it was that point in their life where like things were you know transitioning and like for 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 like the better, right? Yeah. It's like you have this family, like you have. So I'm seeing that shit now, and I'm just like, yo, like I'm I'm there. And isn't it kind of like interesting to see? I mean, especially if you like compare it. Um, how like your parents basically you didn't even realize that was happening mm-hmm. they was just like they were just your parents to you you didn't even realize that like they were trying to like figure things out too yeah you know what i'm saying they were trying to get to a point where like they felt good too but it's just like you were a kid and you just enjoyed it for the moment and now it's like you look at them now and it's like oh and it's that moments where like you've probably seen in tv shows and people always talk about where it's just like oh you get something you get something that your parents like said nonchalantly to you and you just let it roll off your shoulders when you mm-hmm. were younger and it finally comes back and hits you and you're like, Oh, I get it now. And it's crazy to see how like they held shit down like yeah. throughout that time because it's like you get to this point now where we have access to like so many platforms to like voice our opinions on shit and half the stuff that these like new parents complain about, it's like our parents were never doing that shit. Yeah. And they like, like I'm like we're spoiled. We are. We're very spoiled. <laughs> and like just looking at it, like now I'm just like, my parents had shit when I was 
my mom was like 20 something right Mm -hmm. so like throughout her 20s like i was there yeah i got to go through my 20s and you know not have any kids she didn't and it's just like holy shit like she like because i remember my 20s and that was a fucking rough like the first five years were rowdy as fuck so imagine like bringing up a kid and then like not even reacting like how some of these parents are reacting now this is my mom was a fucking g and i it's just it's crazy to me to see like where i'm at now and just like to compare to what my parents i'm like yo like this like a lot of this shit like i don't know just like things click yeah it just i don't know man i'm kind of losing myself right now because i'm just thinking about everything but you just yeah going through the emotions kind of i know exactly what you mean because I went through the same thing, like, because we capped off the trip with taking my mom to visit her, um, uh, the, what's it called, where my, my grandmother is, is laying at. Mm-hmm. And it was a very emotional um, thing, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, seeing her, seeing with us behind her, and then my niece there. So it's like, that's four generations yeah. just standing in one place. And I was just like, oh, this is deep. But then also that, like, that moment of like connecting with my family again or whatnot the night before, like we're just shooting the shit with my cousins, the ones that I'm, I'm we're closest with that we grew up with. And they're just like trading all these stories of like shit that I, I was there for, but I just don't remember it. Cause I was too young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, they're like helping me remember my grandma who I, I have no recollection of because, um, I was, I was barely even one years old when she passed away. And so like, they're putting these, these images and pictures in my head of how of of what type of woman she was and you know it was it was deep seeing thing and hearing that and you know what i'm saying and we don't a lot of times it feels like we don't just don't have time for that shit nowadays and it sucks mm-hmm. um it really does but it was it was like i said it was a very enlightening trip for me um it really made me appreciate that uh, the town of abilene a lot more to the point where i was like yeah i want to I'd, I'd come back now that's you know how I feel. That's I how I feel. feel like grown up. Yeah, that's how I feel with South Dakota, right? And like going back there and like getting to visit family up there, it's like you get to like damn, like like you'll drive by. So there was this one place that man. See, I don't want to like put this shit out here because then if like Nardwar ever asked me some questions, he's gonna know. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn, this nigga listened to the podcast, <laughs> so I can't be like, are you the feds, nigga? <laughs> um, but nah. So there was this place in South Dakota that we go to with my mom all the time. It was called Storybook Island, and so like all the like you know the storybooks like Pinocchio and like you know Moby Dick and shit like that. Like they had like these things. It was like a it was like a super knockoff like six flags it was like this playground it was but to me back then like that thing was like the dopest shit ever and then so like being older and driving by that and you look at it like yo like i used to think that's that place was the shit and then you look at it like it'd be fun for kids still now but like when i walked through this i'm like whoa like i can't believe like looking at it like now for like my from my perspective now and like it just it looks so it's the same it's very familiar but it just it's so different than what I remember it to be. That was that was my uncle's backyard. Yeah. This time you know, of like this was the place that I'm, I shit you not it was like five or six families big families mm-hmm. would all congregate to every Juneteenth when I was younger we'd all hang out back there the the, the adults would be drinking playing dominoes 
music would be playing. Us, the younger ones, we'd be running around playing football, wrestling, doing all this shit in this yard. And then when I get back to it, I like walk in there and I'm like, this is this is it? This is the place? It looks so much smaller. Yeah, and, it, and it's definitely smaller because there was this huge-ass fucking oak tree in the middle of it when I was younger. And that tree died. And my uncle planted a new tree within like the last 10 years. And it's like growing in in mm. its place. So there's more room now. And when I was younger, that room, that space wasn't there. Like I rolled my ankle jumping out of that tree when I was a kid. <laughs> and <laughs> I always think of that. But there's this picture that we took one year of like all of us, all the kids against like the back fence. And like all I kept thinking was just like, how did we take that picture here? Like it makes no sense. How the fuck did we all fit back? Here? And that's, I just couldn't wrap my mind around it no. at all. Just seeing that again. When you're younger, man, everything looks so much like bigger yeah. and, and brighter. The world is huge when you're younger. Yeah. And uh-huh. then you get older and you realize like how small things are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a very profound episode. It is. <laughs> very profound. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's just, it's cool, you know, to be able to go back and like reconnect with family and just to get to experience those things. And I mean, especially in this age now where people think it's just okay to you know, contact people on, you know, Facebook and shit like that. It's like, I'd rather be face to face. Not okay. And that's always been one of my biggest things whenever it comes to social media. It's like, people ask me like, well, how come you didn't post this on your social media? I didn't even know it was your birthday and this, this and this. And I'm like, cause I don't want to live my life by that. Yeah. Like I would rather much, I'd rather enjoy like the moments and like be out and like, you know, chop it up with the people in person versus, you know, responding to a bunch of shit. I mean, I do it. Because I, you know, I'm, I have the time to, but it's like I wouldn't. If I, if I would have posted it was my birthday, would that just make you react by just sending the the hollow gesture of the happy birthday? Yeah. Message because that's what what you're supposed to do, or do you actually mean it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And anytime I tell somebody happy birthday, whether it's in person or on like social, I like I genuinely mean that shit. Like happy birthday. Like I'm not just doing that because it popped up on Facebook. Like, I just, like, I remember a lot of people's birthdays. Yeah. I have a pretty good memory. Um, But I know a lot of people just see that and they're like, oh, it's his birthday today. And they, you know, they it's so easy to, like, click and, and post. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so for me, it's just, like, a lot of personal shit. Like, I really don't post any of that shit up. I'm just, like, I like to keep that between me, my friends, and my family. And if you know, you know. And if, yeah. if you don't, then, I mean, how close are we really? exactly so that's me too i feel like i get in trouble for that but yeah that's another story that's <laughs> neither here nor there you know man but uh you know with this uh this new time in our lives and these these new opportunities and and making a a significant amount of money <laughs> I've been able to uh, take a lot more L's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I was going to fucking transition that. <laughs> I, I was going to say it on a, on a much more sad note. Yeah. How about them sneaker L's you've been taking? Yeah, how about them fucking L's? Fuck me. I, oh, I'm going to get my ass whooped by every... I, I would show you my L's on my phone, but we're recording. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Uh, back-to-back L's, two days in a row, uh, double L's. Um, I thought I could get like a ch- normal pair of dunks this today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even shot for my, for my actual size. No can do. Went for the 13. No can do. So I'm pissed. Um, 
I remember you you saved me from taking an L on them answer fours, which would have been ridiculous because it was just like, come on, man, Reeboks don't sell out. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Nobody but, cover yeah, like it was that. a fucking Reebok. What Reebok.com like, sold out on me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like we buy those shits for nostalgic purposes. Yeah, like get the fuck like, out of here. Niggas ain't buying them joints like that unless like Prada. Like they had the Prada ones. Yeah, that was the only reason those motherfuckers. Would they sell had out. um, is that the ones that were like four hundred dollars? Yeah, they, like those uh, Prada questions or whatever. Yeah, they, they dropped them a couple months ago. Those were dope. Um, but yeah, it's just been back to back to back. And it's getting fucking infuriating now. Because I'm just like this. It, we were talking about it earlier. There used to be a, listen up, children, story time. <laughs> story there time, used, kids. There used to be a time where you can go to a sneaker store and get the coveted shoe. They had it there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They didn't just make sh- you on the shelf. go online and fight against fucking bots and pieces of shit who just buy all the inventory and resell it back to you tenfold with a fucking 100, 100% markup, pricks. 200% markup. Yeah. You're running it up. It was a great time. It was an amazing time. It was called the 90s in the early 2000s. It was a great time. But a 99 in the 2000s. Yeah. So the crazy thing about that is like there's still some spots that have like joints, but you got to get there early. And a lot of like if you're like a sneakerhead like you know what's up so like yeah. sometimes like i'll get to the spots early and there'll be like a little line i'm like you motherfuckers <laughs> you motherfuckers like yo 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 what y'all waiting for you gonna do this to me <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'm putting cases on all you bitches <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah like i'll go to the spots and like i'll see and they got like you know a little bit but you know it's scarce it's better for you because you wear a size that's actually available. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I have. There's no reason for me to go to the store because they're gonna laugh at me if I ask for a fourteen. Like nigga, you gotta order that online. Like nigga, fourteen? <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 Cynthia, come here. <laughs> hey, this nigga say he did a fourteen. <laughs> hey, go act like you looking for some shit in the back. <laughs> nigga asked for a fourteen. <laughs> hey, Rich. <laughs> Guess what this nigga asked for? A 14? Nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's crazy because like I, I follow uh, you know, different things on social media about sneakers, right? And they said somebody posted a picture and it's of like all these releases from like sneakers and like all kinds of shit, but it's like in these stores in like China, like Korea. Like, but like actual like retail stores, and yeah. they're like full. It's on the shelf. Like niggas over there ain't buying shit like that. Yeah, it's yeah. only us over here. They're buying like lining, uh, the fucking Clay Thompson shoes, <laughs> the Way of Wades. Yeah, they want them fucking shoes, man. Give us a. You know what pisses me off about that um that fucking sneakers app you sent me is whenever I see a fire ass shoe and I'm just like, Yo, it's always I want in the that. UK. Yeah, and I click on it, it's like. <laughs> Uh, Europe, Europe, Nike store only. No, no shipping to U.S. Like, suck my dick. Yeah. Really? Are you fucking kidding me? Some of them they do ship, but it's just like that that tag on there. It's not too crazy above retail, but it's just enough to be like, nah. <laughs> it's like you know, how, like when you get on Amazon and you load your cart full of shit, and then you see the shipping, you're like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Your shipping could be like two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Like, nah, I'll pass on that. I'll see if I can find that at Walmart. $100 shipping? Oh, I'm good. So that happened to me on eBay. Um, I 
I ended up I, I found out I was bidding against myself, which pissed me off. Um, but I ended up scoring some <laughs> um, some Air Max one. You remember those Air Max ones I was telling you about the blueprint? Yeah, those baby blue ones. I ended up getting those, and I thought I was getting them for a good price because they were only being bid at for like two hundred and five dollars. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So three days prior to the the auction running out, I was like, fuck it, two ten. We'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? And then I realized nobody else was bidding, and I was just like, what the fuck? And then when it came done, when it came through for it to to finish the bid, it hit me with it, and it threw like is like a thirty dollars shipping fee. And then, like, an extra, like, $30 for, like, taxes and shit. Yeah. So, it ended up being more than if I would have just went to GOAT and bought them. Yeah. So, I canceled it. And I was like, fuck yeah, that. Fuck like, no, nah, man. I wanted it because I thought it was, like, a better price. But with all the fees and shit, it's, I might as well just get it off StockX or GOAT. Yeah. I was just like, that's dumb. So. I, you know, I bought a couple of pairs from uh, GOAT. And I really, I, it's it's been a pleasant, pleasant experience with GOAT. Yeah. Um, StockX, I've had some issues. StockX like I, is last resort for me. Like, I'll order some shit, and it be like, this did not pass the authenticity. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So, and it wasn't even on, like, some, like, crazy shoes. It was yeah. on some fucking, like, some trainers. I was like, the fuck? Like, ain't nobody making fakes of these. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Give my fucking shoes. $99. Get out of here. Um. But yeah, it sucks. So like with all these sneakers that are coming out, I you know what? And like I have a couple of dubs on, you know, sneakers and conf- I yo, I haven't hit on confirmed in fucking yes. for I've been trying for the fucking slides. I've been putting in for like infant shoes. I don't even give a fuck. Like I've been trying for everything. I'm like, well shit, if I can't wear them, I can give them somebody else. <laughs> like and not even hit them over the head with fucking resale. Just I want to see if I can hit. And I'm not hitting on none of that shit. So I haven't no sneak uh confirmed in a while. And then anything that I do hit that's on like sneakers is a fucking a general release. Yeah. It's like they like I can get it from there, but they're gonna have it at J D or, or, or Champs or some shit and I could just copy it from there. Yeah. So like those like the Jordan Five, like the green beans and all this I'm like Which are everywhere. And it's funny because like I looked and I was like, Yeah, it's gonna be a general. I was like, <laughs> I'm not fucking with I can usually tell when I look. Yeah. Some I've had an opportunity to hit on and I didn't. And I look at resale for them like, yo, that's fucking crazy. And I'm not looking at getting sneakers to fucking resale. I just, I genuinely like the shoe. He's like, and I just, I'm a, I'm a collector, right? Like Ash Ketchum, but with sneakers. Yeah, I'm like, Chuck Ketchum. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it just sucks, man, because like you try. A, a, a L on sneakers can really fuck up a day. It do. <laughs> but, uh, look, man, I'm at the point. I'm at the point because, like, it's like I said, we're we're doing better financially. I just got like my first like good check from my job. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I can afford to do these things now, and I'm like, I'm good. I got like this, this leeway, and I want to show it back by like, because I'm like, yeah, babe, I want to get you some shoes too, so you you won't be left out. And like, I go for shoes, and I'm like, no one's fucking with these. They sell out. They sell out. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I be trying to get my chick shoes all the time. She's like, how come you don't ever buy me? And I'm like, fuck it, I'm trying. I'm trying, goddammit. <laughs> this shit is hard out here. Yeah, like, I, I want, like, that's been the big thing. Like, she'll always bring up, like, you didn't get me Yeezys. I was like, shit, I can't get myself Yeezys. I can't get Yeezys. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> like, I wish. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. But, yeah. So, I ended up caving, getting her a pair of dunks on, on eBay. 
Uh, luckily for me, they were only like $20 over retail. Yeah. So it's no big deal on them. It's a unique colorway, but I know it's like a colorway she enjoys um, thoroughly. So she'll be like the only girl with her with her pair of dunks, which is dope. So I'm, I'm but I'm happy about that. Like I keep checking the tracking, waiting for them to come in. Like yeah, can't wait for shit to get. Wait, wait for I like when my in. little notification comes up. It's like you have a parcel waiting. Yeah, I love that. I love <laughs> like that man, thanks, fucking messenger pigeon. Oh shit! Here's what's being so check this. I wanted some shorts from H and M. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. Uh, pardon me. So a couple weeks ago, I go to H&M. I get a pair of shorts. A little bit too small. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me just go ahead and get a bigger size. I'll order them online. Caved and bottom. This was a week ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, like, it's going to be quick. And then it's not going to take that long. Dog, they use, like, a different type of courier service that I've never heard of. It's called, like, Potney Bows or some shit like that. Pitney Bows. I don't know who the fuck they were, but this thing went from being supposed to deliver to me by Thursday, then they rescheduled to fucking Monday on me. All it is just a pair of like nylon yellow shorts. So it's just like these, but H&M, you know what I'm saying? I had this nice fit in mind. I was like, I can either rock them with the Jordans. I can rock them with my questions. You know, I had this whole fucking outfit in mind and I was like, had, ready to I was, go. Yeah, I was hype as shit about it. And so not only do they delay me on that, motherfuckers take this package with which is a pair of fucking shorts and instead of bringing it into my place and putting it into the parcel pending or dropping it at the front door like amazon does like smart people these motherfuckers stuff it in our tiny ass fucking mailbox (laughs) and i in 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 it gets worse i couldn't open the mailbox when it got here. Damn. Because the mailbox got jammed because the fucking package was in there. <laughs> so I had to have maintenance come and unlock our shit and then give us new, give us a different lock on the mailbox just so I can get my fucking shorts. Damn. So lo and behold, it took a whole a week and a day to get a fucking pair of shorts that I should have had in like three days. They had to bust the lock. Yeah. So they had to pay f- like, to fix the lock. And- I had to jump through fucking hoops just to get my fucking shorts, man. It pissed me off. See, that's one of the shitty things about getting stuff delivered. Fortunately enough for me, like I haven't had too many crazy experiences, but I order a lot of vinyls. And sometimes when I get my vinyls, they come a little dinged up and I get fucking mad. It's just like a thing for me. Like, I get fucking furious. I'm like, oh, you get fast and furious? Yeah, fast and furious. <laughs> too fast. Um, So I ordered the Donda vinyl and I ordered that shit months ago. And it finally got here yesterday. When I got it, the top part was fucked up. And I'm just like, it don't make no sense for me to try and fucking send this back because it's going to take another like three, four months for me to get a fucking other one. So I just got to hold on to it. But I'm just like, and then that too, like I was worried because it's so hot down here. Yeah. I'm like, if if they leave that shit in a box, like that motherfucker's going to melt. But I was mad because I got the notification in my email from the Kanye store. It was like, oh, like package was delivered. But there was no parcel pending. There was nothing in my shop thing. Like, so I was like, where the fuck is this package at? And then finally, like right before I was about to leave my place, like they sent me the code and I was like, because <laughs> I didn't want to leave that shit in there all day. It'd get all hot and then fucking melt. And I'd fucking really be mad. Uh, it was me too. I thought my shit didn't even get delivered. Like my shorts. Cause I didn't, I was like expecting that. Like I checked, I had to go to H&M. Then through H&M, you go, uh, go to that other site. Then you track your order. Yeah. And so like it came up. It was like package delivered. I was like, what? 
like open the front door nothing there i was like i didn't get a fucking code like what the fuck yeah that's it and then when they deliver the shit in your mailbox yeah and it's funny because like i don't really check my mail like that because all, all i get is fucking junk mail yeah like junk mail and so like i went and like i ordered uh some stuff from my chick one time and they fucking stuffed it and my mail is in the back yeah. and i had to like dig it out it wasn't as bad as yours, but it was still like I was like, "G, thanks, y'all motherfuckers, man." Yeah, but, it's just it's some fuckery. Um, yeah. but yeah, so that concludes sneaker else. Um, I don't know how much time we got left, but I do want to spend some time on this music corner. We still got a few minutes. We do. Yeah, you want to just jump the music corner? Then? Let's let's hit this music corner, baby. Okay. So, I was listening to another pod recently. Um. I won't give the name because they're not going to give us publicity so they can fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> but they had this nice, um, they were having this nice discussion because they were talking about the new Drake album that came out. And like the idea of, of how like kids nowadays, they just, we, we, we talk about this all the time. It, everything is either trash or the greatest thing in the world now. Yep. And it's because kids have no sense of, um, they have no patience and their, their attention spans are so fucking short. So they'll listen to one thing one time and then pass judgment on it forever. And it came back because they had brought up the idea of like, you, it's like, I can tell I'm getting old because none of this generation understand the, they don't understand the hurt of when your favorite, when your favorite artist gives you, drops a dud and you got to wait for them to come out with a new album to redeem themselves. Yeah. Like none of them understand that concept now. And it kind of made me think. I was just like, damn, that's true. That was our life for the longest time. It was. And, you know, even with that, too, it's like, okay, so you're like, this is your favorite artist, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no matter who it is. And so, like, you're waiting for, like, these albums to come out, right? And then you get the album. But I think you're still so hung up in, like, the euphoria, like, that person being, like, your favorite artist. Even if the album is trash. Like, you still love it, right? Yeah. Because I went back and I've listened to, like, albums. I'm like, yo, like, I love this artist back in the day. And I go back and I listen to the album. I'm like, what was I thinking? I like this shit? Yeah. And you're now like, what the fuck? You basically convince yourself it's good. And then you start making, you start picking out, like, more tracks on it that you think are good and shit. And essentially, you're just like, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. You don't want to admit it's horrible. But, like, that's the thing. Like, all the albums and shit that we consider, like, the greatest of all time is because we sat with the motherfuckers forever. Yeah. And we had to re-listen to them. Like the idea of like cuz the, the with the when they when they posed the question, I was immediately like, "Oh, Kingdom Come." Easy. Yeah. Easy. Kingdom Come was the first time where I was just like, "Oh, Jay." The <laughs> no, fuck? Jay. No. Chica, man. Like, Hova, really? You you came out of retirement for this? Like, god damn it. But even even still, we revisited last year or whenever it was. And even still with that, I didn't get rid of the album immediately. Like, I still sat with it for, like, months. Mm -hmm. And I had to find songs that I liked on it and then skipped everything else. Yeah. But it's just, like, nowadays, they wouldn't do that. They'd hear it one time and just be like, oh, I'm never listening to this again. I think that's the sad thing about this shit, too, is, just like, people don't really sit with things. So it's hard to, it's hard for things to stick. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even with albums that are fucking great. So, like, you look at Awaken My Love. Yeah. And that's a, a fucking solid album, like, front to back. But people don't want to sit through it because there's no bangers on it. Yeah. They'll listen to Red Bull and all day because it's, like, the radio shit. But, like, there's no bangers on there. And so, 
I feel like that was the thing with this new Drake. Is people were expecting regular Drake. And I mean it was still regular Drake, but it was just on some house beats. Which I, I don't know why they keep expecting that. He's never going back to he, you're not getting Thank Me Later again, guys. It's never happening. Get yeah. over it. So you know? um but you know, and for me, like I liked it. I, I liked the album. Like it was it was a dope project. It was different it was diff I liked it because it was different. Yeah. It was different than the same flow and the same shit that Drake has always done, like his formula, right? Yeah. Which, I mean, it doesn't make the songs not good. It's just at a certain point, you're like, you know what you're getting into. So when this shit dropped out, and you said the same thing. We're like, oh, like, hopefully this shit is better than, you know, CLB. And it ended up being some. But I think the thing that's crazy about it is it was a tribute to, to Virgil. Mm. And that shit went over a lot of people's heads because a lot of people didn't know that Virgil was a DJ. Yeah. And he played, you know, house music. Yeah. Like that, you know, this is shit. So, <clears throat> and I mean, I could be, I'm just taking, you know, shit from what I see on a surface level. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking that's what it is. So it's like, oh, like dope. He made a house album for Virgil. But he was still nobody. I bet you like probably 80% of people that no one got that. But it no was, one understood it. it was fucked up because I seen somebody post a meme and it was like, yeah, they say that this album was a dedication uh, to Virgil. And it's like, he must've hated that nigga. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up. It, <laughs> it's a really shitty thing to say, but it's just, it shows you, like, the internet, man. Like, internet you, is a horrible place, It's man. fucking a horrible place. Oh, my God. It's, it's like, like, niggas just because you, like, niggas aren't allowed to have a preference in music. Yeah. Like nobody wants to listen to fucking Lil Baby all day. I'm sorry. I like Lil Baby. But I don't want to listen to that whole that nigga's whole album, Bad Bunny. I like Bad Bunny. But I don't want to listen to Bad Bunny's whole fucking album like all day on repeat. Like there's other music out there. There's so many dope artists that are making shit and making solid projects and people aren't sitting with them. I just don't understand how we gotta listen how we have to listen to repetitive beats. Um like very poor quality lyrics. What did what did Quincy Jones say? Quincy Jones said that like all music now is like today mm-hmm. is just four bar loops. It is. It's simple like that, man. It it's that's what I'm saying. Like the bar for music, and I mean, unfortunately, because we're all empowered by it, you can thank Apple. But it's like the bar for music has been lowered since access to creating it is everywhere now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, unfortunately, is like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There have been like gatekeeping incidents where niggas got gatekeeped and they never got a chance to explore and and materialize something amazing. You know what I'm saying? They never got their shot. Yeah. But it's like, God damn, we need some type of filter because there's way too many motherfuckers who just make they make their favorite rapper. They make it. it they're 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 basically like fucking um cover acts of their favorite rapper yeah you know what i'm saying like they don't have a style they just all sound the same but then you get to that thing too where it's like these people don't have a style and like they sound the same but then you have these artists that have that style and have the ability to be unique and make different kind of music but they fall in line and do the same shit that these other niggas is doing because 
that's what's getting streams. Yeah. And so, you know, when they shit get streamed, I mean, they get paid. Like, they just trying to stay in the... Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Get the check, you know, get yeah. the check. Like, get but, the get the check by any means, but at the same time, it's just like I don't know. It's just this is sticky situation. <laughs> so what what was the what was the first time your favorite artist let you down? Mm. If you can remember, that's hard for me. Okay, Lupe, Lupe Fiasco, Lasers. Was, I was about to say, was it Lasers? It's Lasers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I think that would have been another blow for me. But I understand why. Mm-hmm. And it's because the label wanted to make yeah, that shit. Yeah, the label made him put it out. He didn't want to make that because everything that he came out with after was, I mean, he had some solid joints on there, and he even did uh, a project with Virgil. Mm-hmm. Now I think about it, and that day uh, it's called like House, I think. Yeah, and that shit was nice. That nigga was spitting some shit on there. Yeah, I'll give you another one, but it grew on me because I sat with it. Um, eight oh eights. Oh, I love 808s. I didn't. I didn't like 808s when it first dropped at all. I was a sad boy when it came out. Yeah, so. I know a lot of motherfuckers. I was like, Why are you so paranoid? <laughs> it took me a solid year to like sit down and listen to it, and then like I listened to it over like a over that whole year, just going back with it and shit. And I was like, okay. I remember when that album came out because I used to have an apartment on Pat Booker. That was when I first moved back to San Antonio, and I had my little money or whatever. I had my little 96 Honda Accord, and I had just got my check, and that Kanye album just came out, and I went to Best Buy at the Forum, and I ran in there, (laughs) went and like scoured fucking Best Buy, and I was like, there it is, and I fucking grabbed it, and I think at that time there was two different ones, there was like the... I don't know if it's like a deluxe or what, but like the covers were different. Mm-hmm. And so I grabbed the one that I liked the most. I think it was the, I don't fucking remember. I had the cover somewhere. And man, I popped that shit in the car when I got in. I turned my shit on, turned it up. Doom, 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 doom. And instead of claps, it's the doop. <laughs> yeah, doop. the ERB. And I was like, what is this? This shit. And I was just, and from that point, man, I just listened to that shit front to back. And then I drove around, I finished the album, and then I went back to the house and I put it in my computer, burned it, and then listened to it. And then after that, started making beats. But (laughs) (laughs) that was it? That's the story right there? Yeah, but make beats. But just like talking about it and like going back to the album, like that feeling that I got, like whenever, like you had said, like, because it wasn't a thing for you. And then you had to like go back and revisit it. But if I go back and I listen to Lasers, I'm not gonna like that shit. I'm sorry. Cause what song? What songs were on there? I was trying to think like what was the like single? show goes on. Is it? Oh, man. oh. Ready yeah, go. that didn't he have a song with uh, Trey songs also? I think so. Hold on, let me look. Something. Uh, what was that one fucking song? Oh, girl, I want you to know. Actually, I don't think it was on there. What the song I'm thinking of? We, he had that bar where he's like, Gaza Strip was getting bombed. Obama wasn't saying shit. Boom, doom, doom, doom. And it's so uh, uh, I can't remember the hook. But it's got like Matthew Santos singing the hook. That guy. What happened to that dude? I don't know. Look up in the sky. That's what it was. <laughs> that was on, uh, what video game was that on? Look up in the sky. That nigga was singing his ass off. Um. Nah, so the songs on there were letting go to like see I don't even know these songs. I know out of my head. Girl, I want you to know. Uh, Beautiful Lasers, Stay Run Radio, All Black Everything, 
Words I Never Said. There we go. That's the song. Uh, I Don't Want to Care Right. Oh, I remember that. That song was horrible. Uh, show goes on, coming up, break the chain. Never, forget. I gotta, I'll go back and listen to it. I'm not gonna like it, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go back and listen to it. That was that was my, I, I guess that was my first letdown. Lupe, oh man, that's that's tragedy. Any any other ones or no? Just the Lupe. I can't really think anything before that. I can't. I got a. I got a few. I'm gonna say Kendrick too. I have to say, I, new Kendrick for me. Uh, to pimp a butterfly was very. Oh, it was. I don't know. It's it difficult for me to get into it. That's the Thinking Man's favorite Kendrick album, apparently. Yeah. So. Because Good Kid, Man City was fucking amazing. Um. But even with that, I I won't pass judgment because honestly, I have not heard new Kendrick. I'm gonna ask you. Since. I'm gonna pose a question. What? I'm gonna pose a question. I'm gonna give you an artist. Okay. And you gotta tell me if this dude has ever missed with any of his albums. You're not gonna play their music, are you? No. Okay. Tyler the Creator. Uh yes. He has. Which album? Cherry Ball. Ooh. I don't know. That was because I think is Cherry Bomb is a is it the second or the third. Um, he had reached a point where like it, it all just he needed to evolve and he hadn't yet. I think that was a transition. And he I, he mentions it on one of his songs on uh, "Call Me If You Get Lost." He's like talking about like the problems he was going through, and he was like, "That's why Cherry Bomb sounded so shitty," or yeah, something. That's true. Um, but yeah. Um, that's that's one of those ones where it was just like, yeah, this is just weird because you're just being weird when you're a really talented person. I wouldn't say it was a complete miss for me, though, because I don't know. <laughs> All right. What about you? What? What about me? As far as like albums that you were let down. By. I already told you. Which one was it? Uh, the Kingdom Come. Kingdom shit? Come. Uh, but what else? 808s. Ah, yeah. Um... Uh, I'm a hustler by Cassidy. I think Cassidy's whole career was it, just... his whole career is a letdown. But because I'm a hustler, the track was so fire that led me. He wasn't my favorite artist either. The nigga could spit. No, he could. But that led me to go buy the I'm a hustler album, and I expected it to be fire. And it's like outside the intro, and I'm a hustler. That there really wasn't much substance on that album whatsoever. Um, you know whose albums I used to listen to, or an album I used to listen to when I went back and I listened to it recently, and I was like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" It was the the Swiss Beats album? She ain't got no money in the bank. She in the bank, ain't I ain't trying to say that. So I don't know. There were some joints on there. I just I think given the time, but. I go back and I listen to that shit now, and I'm just like, it it it, it sounded a lot better back then. The one man band. Oh, maybe I. It's me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, bitches. I'm riding in my beamer, living in a What's it? Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Let me go back and listen to it. I think I've been let down by a DMX album too. 
Oof. Was it this past one? Mm, I wasn't expecting much on this one, honestly. There was a couple of joints. Uh, but I think it was, man, because it was flesh in my flesh, blood in my blood. And then there was X. I want to say it was like either Grand Champion. One of those ones he put out before he left from uh, Def Jam. So it was like right before mid 2000s. The fucking Great Depression. I think it might have been. Dead end. Dead end. Dead end. It might have been the Great Depression. I'm not even gonna lie. No. Who we be? That act. That act. That act. That act. Yeah. Man, I gotta go. Might have been one of them. Man, I had one that I was gonna ask you about and I fucking forgot. It slipped my mind. Because I'm trying to think of all the albums I had. Oh, fuck. We're going to have to revisit this in the part two. We do. This is going to be definitely a a part two. This is definitely a deep conversation. We're going to have to do a whole pod on this because this shit. Robert Goulet. Man. Oh, shit. Well, you know, on that note, I think we've passed our time significantly. But, you know, we'll we'll get into this shit on the next episode and and we'll kind of like fine line like our, our choices of shit whatever sure but yeah if you ever uh go out and you see me holding the fucking champagne bottle it's because i'm celebrating bitch (laughs) celebration bitches but on that note we'll catch you on the next episode goodbye peace later